and I am live. This is Coach Cameron, and today's topic is why you must train at home. I was watching a TED Talk of uh, a man. His name was uh, uh, Federico Bidi, and he was given his uh, experience of overcoming difficult movements. He had... Um, or has dystonia. Uh, dystonia is a movement disorder, uh, which it basically d- causes disruption in the brain. Um, when your brain makes signals uh, to the muscles to, for normal movement, it doesn't give normal movement. And, you know, instead it gives severe spasms and awkward jerky movements. So they're involuntary. So you look very awkward when you're moving. So he started, um, to try to overcome this so he didn't look so different than most and the the amount of pain you go through trying to control your movement is very difficult and tire tiresome and i related to soccer i mean anytime you're doing you know soccer moves or any movement that's not natural to you it takes a lot of energy and when it takes a lot of energy um and you're moving moving with you know uh you're not move, moving with fluid movement. You're you're jerking around trying to get the correct movement. You're burning a lot of energy. So, you know, it's nice to be conditioned and all that. But if you're always burning out, then what's the point? You know, you, you might as well become very proficient in your movement. Um, so the game of soccer is much easier. But watching him talk about how he worked on all these different dance moves. So he went to this uh, private trainer and he would show them basic, very uh, specific, basic movements, just from turning the head, turning the hips, moving side to side. And he did day after day after day. And after um, a long period of it, he uh, he started moving normally. And a lot of people don't overcome it because they don't work on fixing their brain and teaching it how to rewire. And that's kind of what I do in soccer. I'm trying to rewire the brain to, to get kids more comfortable with the ball. So he actually, uh, what's his name, Federico? Uh, he he actually found a, uh, a way to make his movement much easier. He noticed one day he's walking, but he's listening to music. And with the music, it was actually listening to Madonna's Vogue, I think. His movement was more natural. And then we went back to his trainer and said, "Hey, look, I'm look look at my movement now. I'm, it's moving much better because of music. So somehow there was a link with the music and his movement. And then he just started dancing. His trainer decided, you know, you know, we need to use music. So get, they use music as another form of correcting his uh, bra- brain signals and timing and all this stuff. And for me, it's very fascinating to look at and." by using these different methods, different, uh, what I learned in school was called the component uh, method, who Dr. Pangrazy uh, coined. Um, that was a professor that's that ASU in the exercise science. When ASU was number one in the country in exercise science, a lot of it attributed to Dr. Pangrazy being there. And I was fortunate enough to have him as a teacher who convinced me to uh, not, didn't convince me. He just turned me on to uh, exercise science and teaching PE and really got me excited about teaching children about the component method and how they broke down moves, you know, as, in the most micro 
form to teach movement. And I got really fascinated about it. And that's kind of how I became who I became as far as how I teach. So anyways, long story short, I'm thinking about, all right, I have all these kids. I'm trying to teach how to move. And I do a lot of component method. I do a lot of um, what I call uh, uh, slow movement. You know, we're, we're talking about Tai Chi soccer, kind of like we, we want to get them to slow down. But the problem is when there's others around, everyone's competing and watching what others are thinking about how they're moving. Others are moving quicker than others. So that forces other players to try to go faster than they should or, uh, that they're accustomed to and that causes problems. So this is the importance of training at home. And this is why I'm doing my uh, skill of the day at home. So, so the ones are trying to develop movement, they can do it in a slow pattern that they can actually allow the learning to happen without any outside distractions. So when you're learning these moves of the, uh, of the day that I'm putting online, do it slowly so there's no jerky movement. If we can avoid the awkward jerky movements that tend to become involuntary if you repeat it over time and make it more fluid by going slowly and then adding speed as you are fluid with the motion, then you'll learn. Then it'll be course corrected. Um, now I'm thinking we need to add music to it. I love adding music. I always have music playing because I like drowning out other noises and stuff and hopefully they get some to focus but um there's definitely a music component to it that i haven't fully understood and and i understand a little bit more with that ted talk that i was listening to and i i recommend everyone to learn it and that's what the with learning how to move you know how come the ones without limitations if you're not you know if you don't have dystonia or some other uh, handicap that's um, causing you not to be able to function the right way, but you are actually functional, how come you're not still trying to go beyond that and learn constantly? Why is it like people that have disabilities like dystonia or worse, you know, they're actually have an injury or a spinal injury, but they'll work so hard to get back to normal so the ones that are normal, why aren't you pushing yourselves to be beyond that? Why are we stopping to learn to move? I, I don't understand that. Um, when it comes to soccer players, it takes years to overcome things like dystonia or sp- spinal injury. It takes it takes months, hours upon hours to get to where you were. Why aren't we setting our goals to be beyond that? You need to. I don't care if you're a professional athlete. When did you decide that you're not, not going to keep learning how to move? It's not a, tactics and the game. It's going to always be taught. You're going to be fed that forever. So in order to implement tactics, you have to be proficient technically. And beyond that, push yourself beyond that. So work on your craft Work on your ability to move every day for the rest of your life. You you don't have a, another choice. It'll make you. It'll definitely make you smarter. But 
if you want to continue in the game and advance the further far further than you ever dreamed of, you can't stop training. You cannot take one day off. You can't you can't do it. Of all the success stories I've heard with overcoming ailments and stuff, it took a tremendous amount of work. And you know, I'll tell you another story tomorrow um, uh, about overcoming you know movement disabilities. That it took effort. And where is the effort for the ones that are functioning normally? Why aren't you pushing yourself beyond that? We just don't understand what our abilities are if we don't challenge it. Your brain is amazing. You just need to focus on that and continue that. So I'm going to do a big series on um, overcoming these things or about pushing yourself Pushing your brain to learn. The problem is it takes work and you're not going to notice things until, you know, after months of work and you can't stop ever. So anyways, learn how to move every day. Learn a different movement that's awkward, that becomes unawkward, becomes normal, and then you learned. And then you go on to the next awkward thing and make it normal. Normalize your brain through as many many different awkward movements as possible. That's what the skill of the day is about. Please do it every day and you'll become great. That's all I have to say this day. Peace out.